Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. But we're going to wrap money in the bank. Rates rate, rate are good. Pretty exciting. You know why? Fine. Free money. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. This is uh, your Real Estate Chalk Talker in the big money segment of the program. Welcome back. Keith Reno. Welcome back. We had a great phone call from a guy named Ralph. Rolf. 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 Uh, thank you, Rolf, for calling in. I got to visit his home. Fantastic four-sided brick architecture wow. on this cool little house in uh, in Maplewood. Fantastic. So happy to get the invite out to the house and, and visit with, with him and his family, great little family, and, um, and a super cute house. And the reason why I bring it up uh, is that you don't always get invited over to a house like this. Mm-hmm. Neat Nick, perfect condition. Wow. You walk in and like everything's been touched. They've been here for 20 years. The kitchen's been remodeled. The bathrooms have been remodeled. The floors are all nice hardwoods. They've added tile in the basement. You know, they there's a there's a attached one car and a two car in the back yard. Mm-hmm. The landscaping is perfect. Like the chimney brick is in good condition. Yeah. Wow. The fireplace has been converted to gas and there's stone on the it front. It goes around the house the with windows, a clipboard every night. The windows have all off. been done. Yeah. And and so here's me. I walk out, I go, your air conditioner needs to be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give them something. It's literally the only thing. I'm like, that must be your next project. Uh, <laughs> fantastic house. So thanks for all for the call and thanks for the invite. Calvin, you got a refi uh, the other uh, last week. I called in, right? So yep. that's going on right now, isn't it? It's going Rates on. Are great. Yeah, it's uh, going on. It was funny. So we always talk about the six areas that we help people in. And literally last week we hit every category. So financing new homes, helping people lower their payments, shortening the term of their loan, going from a 30, a 20, to a 15. We had one 10-year last last week. Mm-hmm. Moving from arms to fix, combining first and seconds, cash out. I mean, those are the six things. Like Everything in our world falls into one of those six categories, yeah. and we're literally hitting on every cylinder, which is kind of interesting. So it's good. Uh, yeah, it's a great time to look at refinancing. I'm really surprised. We have people coming in that have over 5% rates yet, mm. you know, that they, they kind of miss the fours, right? Yep. miss the threes, we're jo- but dropping them down into but the they're twos, in the, the you know? twos, yeah, they're glad they so, missed So low fives, which mm-hmm. is good, but mm-hmm. still. Still. Um, and the but biggest, to go from low five to two, eight, seven, five. Really notice it, right? Yeah. Well, what we're doing with most of those, they've typically been in their home for a while, so we have a calculator that kind of shows, well, where's the... Where does it really make sense? And we're typically not going back to a 30 because they've been in it. So we're going to a 20 or, you know, or a 15 or, you know, we can do some odd years too if we need to. Um, So it's kind of cool that way to kind of really show people the impact of that lower rate. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot of fun. And we're getting our feet under us now being at Lone Depot. So we're kind of getting that dialed in. And what we're finding is, um, you know, there's two ways you run every file right through freddie or fanny mm-hmm. well our system runs them both simultaneously and it's like oh that's a neat feature but you don't really realize the impact of that until you have it mm-hmm. and when you're running those things side by side we're getting property inspection waivers left and right we're getting income verifications because as the people put in their date of birth or social 
it, the system goes out, finds their employer, brings in their employer, verifies their income, and all we do is click a button, go verify income. And now I don't need W-2s, I don't need pay stubs, I need nothing. Mm. Some people will go in and they'll verify assets, and they just so they bring up their bank account. What account do you want to share? And you just click uh, share this account. And now it gives us what the, the balance is. And we don't have to explain large deposits anymore. We don't have to explain anything. We just have a number that's now Does verified. that help then with asset-based lending? Like we have retired people there or just have a big portfolio? Oh, well, it'll take a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we got to verify that okay. a little bit more than 10 or 20 grand because mm-hmm. that's a different calculation. Um, so asset verification, income verification, property inspection waivers, we're seeing a lot of it. Where in the past, even Why though we Why are you had- seeing the property inspection waivers? And, and just let me ask a question differently. How is the property inspection waiver for the appraisal granted? What's what's looked at for that? I'm curious. A um, couple things. And we don't know for sure, right? Um, but we have a pretty good idea. It's, it's your loan to value. So if somebody's putting more money down, you tend to have more property yep. inspection so if waivers. You got, yeah, if you got a 70%, 75 and 80, you know, 80%, typically over that, we're not getting them as often. Mm -hmm. So it will be loan to value. It will be um, based quite honestly, a little bit on the credit. It'll be on the length, the age of the home. Um, so those factors. So it's less to do with a, the home, more to do with the borrower and the purchase scenario. Purchase the scenario. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> and we're getting some of them on purchases, which is great too. Refis, we get them quite a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. But and we're getting so some the on concern purchases. For, which is just great. a concern for me about that yep. is that if let's say I've put an appraisal clause in my purchase agreement because I feel like ah you know we were competing and we pushed value yep. and then boom property inspection waiver. I'm kind of like. Mm. Should we just go ahead and schedule the appraisal still? I mean, you have to pay for it. The customer yep. has to pay for it. You would have paid for it anyways because yep. it's a normal process. Um, and then it's their decision, the buyer's mm-hmm. decision then. Correct. Because sometimes the buyers are like, yeah, okay, we'll bump the price up to that. And if it doesn't appraise, then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a property inspection waiver and it's like, oh. Uh, shoot. Okay. Not yep. going to talk about that. Not right. going to have to talk about that. but. Right. Where's the value, though? I mean, how do you still feel comfortable as a buyer? So they can choose to still have they the appraisal, still right? Yep, for sure. And we had, I mean, the, the the issue, one of the biggest issues right now, and we had one this week, is just on appraisals in general. Number one, they're super busy, so our turn times on appraisals are running right. three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, which is painful. And we literally are getting- Because everything's done on the file, and you're just, like, tapping your fingers on the appraisal. We're literally, we're coming out of underwriting in, in one to two days. We're clearing it. And waiting and, for the appraisal. And we're waiting for the appraisal. And people are kind of freaking out a little bit, mm-hmm. going, hey, I need, when I'm going to the appraisal, when I'm, yeah, scheduled for the 15th. Well, we close the 21st. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, everything else is done. Everything good. else is done. We just have to say, yeah, value. problem is, is, that, is then when the value what comes, when the value value comes, comes in, in back, short, it's, right? it's, and it's always last minute then, which yeah. is like, you know, we've had this file in there for 45 days. Now it's a week of closing, and now we've got this to deal with? Exactly. <laughs> it's the timing of the appraisal, yeah. though, right? Because it's all very lull. Yep. You know, everything is very quiet. Yep. And then you have the conversation with both the seller and the buyer. Right. And they're like, they're all, oh, everyone's freaking out. Deal yep. with this now. No, I know. So let's Way talk to in- go, Calvin. Sorry, man. So if you want to get into a good business, become an appraiser. Appraisers, right? I guess so. Right? So trades, trades, tradesmen, and appraisers are uh, in short order right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So those things are going on. Um, I know you wanted to talk about NBA playoffs, but we'll probably hit that next yeah. next week. Yeah. Um, I did NBA. have that written down, NBA. though. What's that stand for? I didn't know what that stand for. <laughs> so you said you had some questions. I got a question about, uh, according to the CDC, 40% of everyone who gets married gets divorced. And six, According to the CDC? Mm-hmm. 
And 60% percent the Center of Disease, disease control? control. Yeah. They have stats on marriage. They have stats on everything. Okay. So, and of course, disease? I thought you were going coronavirus. No, no. And okay. a, and a, and 60% of second marriages wind up in divorce. Really? So second time around, third time's a charm. Third time, 78%. Ooh. All right, we're getting better. 78% wind up in divorce. Oh, 78% wind up in divorce. Yeah. I thought you meant they last. No. No. Divorce. No. So, but the divorce That's rate is bad. going down, okay? And because millennials are not getting married, but they're acting like they're married. So when they split up, the same things happen, right? They mm-hmm. go through the same process when they I'm split up. dealing with one right now. All right. So 100%. They're, my, my they're not question, married. Right. They're not married. But, but we're got splitting the assets the same split way. Assets, yep. All that. So the question is, came up recently, I want to buy a house. I've got kids. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we, need to, we need to have, we can't afford the big house. We need to, you know, both go and get separate houses. We because there's sharing of children back and forth. They need to be able to accommodate the kids when they're there. So that means, you know, we need three bedrooms. Each of us needs three real bedrooms so that the kids can have mm-hmm. their space. How do we how do we accomplish that so that before the divorce is finalized, can can we do all that? Well, you need to have a uh, you'd have to have a formal separation agreement. Okay, signed off. If you don't have the final divorce decree, because if there's financial aspects involved, they, no one's going to lend on it because they don't know what the end result looks like. What right? we, what you can do is have a signed financial agreement. Yep. separate. That's part of the separation agreement. But you don't have to have a separation agreement. Because if you have the separation agreement, you might as well have the divorce decree. Yeah. That, that well, means everything's pretty much mm-hmm. done. Because we've closed conventional loans with a with signed financial. financial disclosure. With kids. With kids. Yeah. Yep. So, so we understand what she's getting, what he's getting, who, what she's obligated to, what he's obligated to. Because it's part of the qualifying of the buyer. Right. right? Yep. yep. To yep. Know Correct. The, right. We have to know what their debt yeah. income is going to yeah. If look you don't like. know that he's going to have to shell out or she's going to have mm-hmm. to shell out $4,000 a month right. yet, that's a problem for He hasn't heard that part yet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how we get around it. But okay. it's, it's the cleanest always if you're done. But Well, everything is always, everyone would like that. Yeah. All the ducks were in a row all the time, but that life isn't like that. It's mm-hmm. messy. Yep. And then sometimes there's, and then the both parties have to be cooperative. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the main thing. Yep. If you've got one side that's not cooperative, which many times it is, and I've gotten myself uh uh, involved with situations, not personally, but I mean as an agent, where well, personally, too. where they have I personally do, where they have uh, said, okay, look, you just stay in the house, and and continue, you pay all the bills of the house, and then I'm going to go my own separate way, and you work out, and then when the kids are older, then we'll sell the house and we'll split the proceeds at the end. And they're not divorced. And they're not divorced. Oh, they did get divorced. Okay, right. So then that would be in the decree. But the problem is now Mr. Seller mm-hmm. lives in Florida Ooh. and nobody's heard from him in 10 years and and he's on the mortgage and, and on the all the paperwork still because uh, they don't care what the decree says, right? It's He's still on the paperwork. And so you got to find him to get him to sign off on it. It sounds heavy with 30 seconds left. It, well, it was, it was hard to do. I mean, we actually, in one case, we had to hire an investigator. Because I want to argue. Right now. Well, we had to hire an investigator to track the guy down, so don't argue with me. And and get him to sign off, and he wanted ten grand to sign off. Oh yeah, what? Had to give him ten grand to Not sign cool. off. 
Well, hey, rates uh, rates continue to be very low. I'm going to segue out and remind people to call me at 651-231-2500. Especially if you're at 5%, man. Yeah. If you, you should if be dialing four, the phone right now. Yeah. If there's a four in front of it, if there's high threes, mid threes, let's at least have the conversation. Yeah. 651-231-2500. Love to have the conversation with you. Thanks, Calvin. As always, HittnerGroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group.com is our website. See you next week. You've been listening to your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com. Dot com.